Because he loved us. Amen. Good job. Thomas, he's soaking that up back there. Love's church. 
Amen. I'll be there when he put the crown on his lovely brow. I'll be there, praise God, when he's exalted on his throne. Amen. We're going to turn thanks over that real quick. Go to James. Everybody stand well. Father, we bow before you this morning. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, to take this offering. Yes. Take it, Lord, and use it for the building of your kingdom, Lord. Father, it all belongs to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother James. Amen. Amen. Yeah, a lot of people don't put the offering in there, but if you got something to give this morning, we'll give you the opportunity to give. Uh, It's not that we've got that much to give, Sister Judy, bless her heart. She put that widow's mite in there. I want you to know Jesus noticed that. He said, that widow put in more than they all. He said, they put in their abundance. He said, she put in all she had. That's what Judy did this morning. I'll tell you what, God notices even the little that we give. He notices the lot. If you give a lot, He notices that Amen. Well, let me announce a few things. That was a real good homecoming Last Sunday, of course, we had this place filled out. Everybody and their brother's sick now. <laughs> There's so much sickness going around. Uh, I know uh, Brenda, her neck was hurting her. She had to leave just a minute ago. She's got a crick in her neck. And uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Serenity's sick. Serenity's sick. Larry and uh, Carol, they'd be here. they got, got sickness. Uh, Teresa, Teresa, that's what I was trying to spit out and run down the roll call there. Teresa, she wouldn't be here this morning. She got a stomach virus. My wife's got the stomach virus. Of course, uh, Bonnie, she's recovering. Uh, I'm not sure if she's in Sky Rehab in Bowling Green or if she's in TJ here in Glasgow. I'm going to try to find out. I'm going to go visit after service day. Uh, I was expecting uh, Sarah and Patrick be here today. Sarah was going to tell me the room number of uh, Ronnie Lynch, I was going to go see him today. I didn't realize he's in the hospital. So we, we went and seen uh, James Wheat. Uh, Brother Mitchell was requesting prayer to go see uh, James Wheat. We went and seen him, had a good visit with him there, Greenview Hospital. And we plan on going to see uh, uh, Brother Ronnie Lindsay today. Uh, that may be where Patrick and uh, Sarah are. I know he's got a mild case of pneumonia. But in his frail condition, uh, it can be worse than a mild case. Uh, it can be really bad. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, you take your health for granted. You had a heart attack hit. You, it surprised you how quickly your, your plans and your events will change. You'll find out all of a sudden you got time for God. You'll find out all of a sudden you're, you're spiritual. You won't go get the preacher. Hey, uh, read me some scripture. Have some prayer over me. Yeah. Uh, we take our health for granted. And when your health starts going, uh, like I said, it'll change your life dramatically. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot of sick people out there right now. We want to have a quick word of prayer for them. Uh, Father, we thank you that you're a great physician. We thank you, Father, you're the Lord God that healeth us. We thank you, Lord, you visit us with healing in your wings. Sometimes you send your word and heal us. We thank you, Lord, for those that pray for us when we're sick. And Lord, we're doing that right now. I pray for my wife. I pray for Teresa. I pray for Bonnie. I pray for Serenity, Lord. I pray for Patrick and Sarah. And uh, Lord, I pray that they're probably at the hospital right now visiting Brother Ronnie. Lord, we're going to try to find out what room he's in. Uh, we want to go visit him today too. I pray for all the sick, Lord. Uh, uh, Lord, uh, Geraldine, she wanted to be here today and her health wouldn't allow her to be here. Uh, Sister Judy, bless her heart, really struggled uh, to be here today. Been blessed uh, being here today. Bless, Lord, our sick. We pray for each and every one of them. Uh, Lord, we got a lot of people, Lord. We can't even name them all. So many, Lord, that are that are sick right now. I pray for Martin Kane. I pray, dear Father, Lord, for Bessie. I pray, Lord, Father, for Mitchell. I pray, no doubt, Bessie, Lord. I felt as I was praying for her this morning that she's right at death's door. Now I pray for Bessie. I pray for Mitchell Phyllis. Pray for Mike Connie. Oh, Lord, just so many, Lord, that are, that are struggling right now today with their health. We pray for them, Lord. 
Pray for Brother Jerry concerning his eye. I pray, dear Father Lord, you bless your children. Uh, bless your people. A uh, little bless the service, Lord, today. Thank you for the good singing. Thank you, Lord, for so many people that are here today. Uh, Lord, so many that are watching by way of the live stream. We're so thankful for that. I pray, Lord, Father, you bless, Lord, uh, this message as it goes out on the internet, as it goes out on the live stream. Our hearts desires to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, we ask these things. Your blessing will be done. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm sure that I'll find out. Is that thing working, Brother Ed? What's that? Is that thing working? Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, I was trying to find out what room that Ronnie was in. We want to go visit him today. Uh, we, 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 we're not much help, but we will visit, have prayer with you, do what we can. We're taking our text today uh, out of Luke chapter number 24. Let me make a few more announcements here real quick. Uh, we got revival uh, coming up at Oak Forest, right up the road of her brother Rick. Call, I got called him, talked with him. Going to start it on October the 21st. Uh, I believe that's on a Sunday night. Going to go to Wednesday, have different speakers. I'm not sure what night. I just know he asked me to preach one of those nights, but it'll be up there at Oak Forest, just right up the road up here on the right. Uh, before you get to the Hayes, uh, maybe right after you pass the Hayes uh, feed mill there. Yeah. But I uh, pray about that meeting. I'll be the first to say we truly need revival. Amen. And I'll be the first to say only God can send one, but God right. may send us a little revival there. Right after that, we got Jubilee coming up over at Bethel Baptist Church, my home Amen. church. Uh, it'll start October the 1st. Uh, I mentioned about uh, Rick's first, but I got mixed up. It starts at Bethel first. I think it starts October the first, and uh, I will be there every night. But Tuesday night, uh, Brother Ed's gonna go with me Tuesday night over there. Uh, uh, let me get my names right here. Travis All Top. He's a great preacher himself, but they also got a great musical group. They'll be singing yeah. Tuesday night. Brother David Epps, he'll be the evangelist Tuesday night. Uh, Jack Tripp will be there. Uh, great, great man of God. A lot of great men of God. My pastor, one thing about my pastor, boy, he picks them good ones. I mean, them pedigree preachers. It'll be good to be there. And I, I would encourage you to come uh, if you can, if health allows you, and time allows you. Uh, all the services will start. Uh, it's, I believe, let me see, I've got a book right here. Let me get this straight since I am recording this. Uh, let me get this time straight. One thing about time, I'll tell you right now. Watches can't help you, brother. Ed said this keeps gaining. Mine keeps losing. Uh, here we go. Brother Jack Tripp, uh, he'll be preaching. Brother Eric Vick's coming to preach afterwards. Or brother Caleb Owen. Or brother Caleb Cohen. And uh, it'll be here. Uh, I thought it'd tell the time, surely. I'm pretty sure... Then it's at 7 o'clock. <clears throat> Got everything but the time. First day uh, will be October the 1st. It'll go all the way to the 4th. They always did start at 7. I believe they do. Yeah. I always get there a little early, so no matter what, I will be there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I believe it starts at 7, like Brother Ed said there. Uh, I know Sunday night service starts at 6, but that's always, like Brother Ed said, always starts at 7. They do their best to make a, the time. God, boy, that was a big mistake. I put them where they didn't belong. That pushed my wife's picture out. Can't do without her. Poor thing. Put up with me for 47 years. Boy, I can only imagine the honor be given her when she gets to heaven. And God will say, how'd you do it? She'll say, the grace of God. The grace of God. Mm. Alright, let's see if we can get this in there right now. Alright, well, in Luke chapter number 24, uh, like I said, that was a tremendous homecoming service. I enjoyed the singing. I enjoyed the fellowship. The food, I thought it was all excellent. Thank everyone for all their contributions they made to that good service last Sunday to the the homecoming service. Uh, we had everybody and their brother scheduled and they all uh, somehow fell out. And, and uh, 
We ain't ever had to do the preaching. I hated y'all had to suffer that, but if we's we's okay with it. Preached on setting the record straight. Amen. Amen. All right, uh, we'll be uh, one more announcement. We'll be preaching tonight. I mean, it'll be a barn burner tonight on the leavening, the leavening of America. It won't be for the faint-hearted. It'll be a lot of facts, a lot of reasons why you got so many problems uh, to deal with today. I uh, will be speaking about that tonight. I'd encourage you at least listen to it by way of the live stream. You can be here, be great. Uh, Luke chapter 24, starting in verse 13. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And uh, they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass while they communed together and reasoned Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holding that they could not know him. And uh, he said unto them, and it's our text verse right here, What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? That, that, that uh, last part of that verse we're preaching on this morning, we're preaching there on why he said, but uh, one of them whose name was Cleopas answering, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem and hast not known the things which are come to pass here in these days? And he said unto them, What things? Now Jesus is playing along with these two disciples right here. They don't know who he is. But he's up to something in this conversation. And uh, he's trying to get them to talk. So he says, what things? And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth. I mean, Tammy, they're sitting there talking to Jesus. Don't even know it. But uh, he said concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed in word before God and all the people. Now the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he who should have redeemed Israel. And beside all of this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company. And these women, boy, don't, don't dismiss these women. I'll get on these women here in just a minute, buddy. They've done something the men should have did. They've done something the men didn't do. But he said certain women also of our company made us astonished which were early at the sepulcher, and when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision, uh, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went into the sepulcher. Now the men are getting this kind of second hand. Uh, they're, they're trying to get in on what these women have already uh, experienced here. And found it even as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, you know when God calls you a fool, probably a good time to listen up, amen. amen. He says, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? He's giving a little bit of a hint right there, Cullen. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them, uh, what's his name, uh, Well, you know I'm going to struggle with this here. Ray, not Ray. Uh, come on. Singer sings a, a lot of my favorite songs. Uh, come on, Eddie. Anyway, he wrote a song called It Was Me. And I can't think of his name. Save my soul right here. Uh Sing the song called What Happened. Uh, I was going to say Ray Bolts, but it ain't Ray Bolts. Michael Combs, thank you Lord. Michael Combs sings a song, It Was Me. And in that song, he brings this out. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them all the, th all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village whether they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. Now, when Jesus uh, pretends or kind of conveys that he's going to go a little further, what you need to do is 
try to get him to stop. He made as though he was going to go a little further here. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it's toward the evening. I mean, use any excuse you can to get Jesus yeah. to hang around. That's right. And uh, the day is far spent, and he went in to tarry with them. Boy, whatever it takes to have fellowship with Jesus, you need to do just like these two disciples did. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass, Brother Ed, as he said it, meet with them. Now they could tell he wasn't no Baptist right here. He took bread and he blessed it and he broke it and gave it to them. By that they knew right off the bat this wasn't an average person right here. But it says, and their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. Now they've had pretty good fellowship. They've had a good meeting. Now they're in the conclusion of all of this. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while He talked with us by the way and while He opened to us the Scriptures? And they rose up from the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them saying, The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. If you want to know what that other disciple's name was, it was Peter, it was Simon, it was Cephas. You can back that up also in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, verse number 5. He appeared to Peter first, then to the, to the disciples. And uh, anyway, and as they told uh, what things were done in the way, how he was known to them in breaking the bread. And we'll stop right there at 35. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself if I was to go any further. And we're preaching today on why are we so sad? Father, we thank you for the thought, for the message. Ask your blessing upon it. Ask your help. Even today, Lord, that you might bless your people. Bless your name. Bless your mighty work. Help us, Lord, in this God-forsaken country. Lord, that used to stand with God, walk with God. We head in God. We trust on our money. We meant every word of it. Lord, we failed miserably, Lord, from that day. But Lord, you still love this country. You still bless this country. You're still using this country to get the gospel. Thank you for the churches in America. Thank you for the men of God who are still working in America, trying to keep the doors open, trying to keep the lights on, trying, Lord, to pastor uh, God's sheep. Bless your men of God. Bless your churches. Bless this country, Lord. Till you come for your church, we pray. In Jesus' blessed name we ask it, Father. Amen. Uh, why are we so sad? Well, here's one reason might make you sad. Uh, U.S. Senator Bob Dins, uh I'm trying to say his name right, M-E-N-E-D-E-Z, however you say that, Bob Medins. Bob Medins. Anyway, he got caught uh, with 100000 in gold bars. 500000 in cash in his jacket pocket. Cash! 500000 Half a million. Got caught with a brand new Mercedes Benz. And he got it all for political favors. He campaigned on this motto, You can trust me. Nice me of a paratrooper, Brother Jerry, in the military. They told him, said, Now listen, when you jump out of this airplane, count to five and pull this cord. They said, if nothing don't happen, count to five, pull this other cord. And he said, when you pull that other cord, there'd be a red truck down there waiting to pick you up. He jumped out of that airplane. Brother James, he pulled that cord and nothing happened. He counted to five, he pulled that other cord, Pat, and nothing happened. He said, I bet there won't be no red truck down there picking up. <laughs> I'll just tell you, you talk about a sad day we've come to. You can't believe anything they say, and they'll say anything and try to get you to believe everything they say. Hey, Amen. But oh my. Uh, oh yeah, another sad note here. Next year will be the last year you'll be able to mow your yard with a combustible engine mower. Uh, you know, we got to save the planet. Don't tell me elections don't have consequences. Amen. But uh, they were sad, Brother Ed, because Jesus wasn't in the tomb. You can find that verse 11, verse 12. Let's go back up here a little bit. They said their words seemed to them. These women have brought this report to them there in verse number 10. But their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. So they thought they'd go check out this report of these women. And arose Peter and ran to the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothing laying by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself at that which was come to pass. They didn't believe the report. 
of the women and since they didn't believe that report you know these women here look at here Mary Magdalene Joanna Mary the mother of James yeah. and other women that were with them told these things under the disciples and he just went in one and out the other here and then when they went they realized you know that uh, you know that they'd missed it but uh, Paul here uh, as he's declaring the gospel in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse number 1 through 4 uh, he said without that resurrection he said we'd be a bunch of miserable people yeah. thank God Jesus got up he, he died for our sins yeah. but he rose for justification right. but in verse number 19 he talked about being miserable without Jesus getting up and he goes on to say, but now is Christ risen from the dead in verse 20 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And then Brother Ed, he went on to show us the mystery and the victory right. concerning the gospel there in verses 51 through 58. But you see they said because they didn't go to the right. tomb. The women went. Yeah. The reason they went, they believed the report. Amen. Jesus has been telling them all that. Well, even in this chapter right here. Right. Listen here what was told them here. <laughs> uh, what manner... Well, it's not it here. Hold on a second there. I thought it was in this chapter. I probably hit the wrong verse. But Jesus had told them after three days He was going to rise from the dead. Had a different Bible at the house. I was looking. I thought it was in this chapter right here. Wait just a minute there. Let me back up here a little bit. What I did, I underlined. I'm looking for red letters. Those men, those two men, said unto him, You know, he's not here, he's risen. Right. Remember how he spake to you when he was yet in Galilee, verse 6. It's actually not what I'm looking for, but that'll work. Yeah. They believed that report and they went and checked that empty tomb and found it empty just like the Lord said it would be. Amen. Right. But these men were, were sad. They said because they didn't do what the women done. They said because they didn't believe the report. And not only that, they said because they missed that meeting at that tomb. Yeah. You know, they got the news second hand because they missed that meeting. I, 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 I'd a lot better be here when it goes on. Amen. Yeah. I remember being here on a Wednesday night and a little bony hand went up. Yeah. Yeah. Praise Lucy. Yeah. I said, what you got, honey? I thought she wanted to sing a song, Sybil. She said, I want to get saved. I'm glad I was here. Yeah. Lord, can you imagine little Lucy raising her hand up, won't get saved, won't nobody here tell her how to be saved, nobody here to lead her in a sinner's prayer. Ask the Lord to save her. If that wasn't enough, that next Sunday night, a little chase raised his little bony hand and caught me off guard again. He said, I want to get saved, amen. I don't like missing the meeting. Uh, this Wednesday night, this week, old brother had to come over here, wasn't the car in the parking lot. No big deal. But 15 after, uh, you know, 15 after uh, 6, it was a big deal. I thought, well, we need to get on with this thing. But I, I was conducting the service in there, nobody in there, and I was having me a mighty time in the Lord singing. I shall not be moved. I was singing top of my lungs. And I tell you what, for neighbors, I didn't call a law. It's a wonderful thing that they didn't. But I'll tell you right now, it's carrying on quite a bit in here. I don't want to miss a thing. Amen. Hey, I want you to know, I, I want to sing His songs. I want to praise His name. I want to bring my prayers to Him and just humble worship and worship Him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. They missed it. It made them sad. I remember telling my cousin Barry Ford, I told him, Brother Jerry, I said, your son's about ready to get saved. Little Anthony Ford. He was uh, probably about Chase's age. And I could tell he was coming around. Yeah. I seen him going to the altar. And I could tell he wasn't far from getting saved. And I told my cousin Barry, I said, your son Anthony, he's getting close to getting saved. And then lo and behold, sure enough, that Sunday morning, Anthony went up there and Anthony got saved. Hey, we got him up here, sung Amazing Grace, had a handshake with him, and I had to tell my cousin Barry, I said, your son got saved Sunday. He wasn't there. He's sitting home. Yeah. It's not good when you get it second hand. <laughs> Can you imagine being there, your little boy going up and getting saved? Wow. Oh, what a moment that'd be. What a yeah. fit you'd have, amen. His mother was there. Sandra was there. Sandra Ford. But Barry wasn't there. 
Well, I thank God for Sandra Ford. Sandra got saved. It's like a domino effect. She got saved. I got saved. Her husband, Barry, got saved. Then her son, Anthony, got saved. As far as I know, people still getting saved because of Sandra Ford. But hey, I want you to know, praise God. Hey, I don't want to miss a thing. I want to be here, amen. I want to get it firsthand. Glory to God. But uh, on this sad note, boy, we got a lot to be sad about today. But their sadness was turned to gladness as they walked with Jesus. Verse number 15. Yeah. It says here, And it came to pass that while they communed together with Jesus, that Jesus drew himself near went with them. Uh, and their eyes were, were behold, they were holding that they could not know him. And here the Lord is, like I said, He's working with these. Uh, here they are, they're down and out, they're discouraged, and He's working with them, trying to get them to a point, you know, where they can understand what's really going on. Why they're so sad they missed it. Even though it happened right in front of their eyes, they still missed it. And as they walked with Jesus, verse 28 and 29, as they got closer to where they was going, I want you to know Jesus was constrained. Come on in here and have a meal with us. Let's spend some more time together. I'll tell you what, closer you get to the Lord, the more time you'll want to spend with Him. Brother Ed said he got up early this morning. Yeah. I got up early this morning. Maybe some of you did. That's a good thing to do. Get up early. Before the phone starts ringing, before the calls start coming in, you know, I got up this morning, Brother James, and had to shave old mug, you know. Man, back when I was young, I wanted to grow a beard. I had about three hairs here on my chin, something like that. Now I look like, uh, you know, Jeremiah Johnson. You know, I'll give you a name. I never had a beard. But you have to bush hog that thing now to get, get all the gray out of it. But I, I, I went there and I shaved and I showered. And I wanted to get in there and pray. And then get my, my radio on. Hear the men of God preach the word of God and, and uh, putting all this uh, thoughts together on this message, trying to do it all right. But to do all that, I had to get up early, get an early start on it. They still just barely got her all done, amen. But uh, make a long story short, uh, here they were. They've been fellowshipping with him, and they didn't want him to leave. They they compelled him to come in, yeah. and when they come in, had a meal together. In verse number thirty, when Jesus turned thanks on the meal, their eyes were open and knew him, and they talked about that meeting, about their heart burning from the fellowship they had from being with Jesus. Then in verse number thirty-two, Jesus mentioned about because iniquity would abound. Love of many would wax cold. I don't want no cold heart. I'll tell you right now. That's right. I don't want to serve God half-heartedly. No. Man, I want to be on fire. Amen. I've got a key to being on fire. Yeah. I want to stay on fire. Amen. I don't see no reason not to. My wife, she told me, she said, you can't stay on the mountain. I said, I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean Moses stayed up there 40 days and 40 nights before my son still left this morning yeah, that was the second time he'd done that amen right. Right. but uh, you can have all the God you want you can spend all the time of God you want but you got to make the arrangements to do it right. I'm going to tell you right now he, <laughs> he'll, he'll accept just about any offer if you say Lord if you got time spend a little time with me Judy he'll sit down right beside you what you want to talk about huh? yeah. he'll spend all the time with you that you want and that you need. I'll tell you right now, He loves us. But a love we can't even understand. I for sure can't explain it. But He loves us. Mm-hmm. Loves us just like we are. Yeah. Loves us with a love that's unconditional. No matter what He loves me. I mean, I have bad days. Kick the dog. Man, the dog's in war right now. <laughs> I'm trying to get through his thick head. He peed on the carpet. Oh, when I bury that dog, Lord, to every day, and I'm going to pee on his grave. I'm holding <laughs> This morning, this morning, he took him in the kitchen. And this dog lives for food. And I got a brand new pad out there, and it ain't even not, not a spot. So, what I did, I went and got that dog. I said, You see this poop right here? I said, You see them chicken strips right there? Dottie had left over from her Dairy Queen chicken strip dinner. Had like four chicken strips in there. This dog, his nose getting wet. I said, the dog's outside going to be eating this. <laughs> I'm working what I got to work with. That dog lives for food, don't you? Take his nose in. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, know, I know where his weak spot is. His weak spot is food. 
Uh -huh. I mean, he'll, jump, he'll fight a grizzly bear for a biscuit. Uh -huh. So anyway, I showed that dog. He followed me all the way to the door. Just about tears dripping off his cheeks. I said, the dog's outside going to get this food. Yeah, that's kind of the way God does me sometimes. He said, you want to be blessed? <laughs> all you got to do, son, is come here. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Quit going there. Yeah. Quit doing that. Do this. We'll have, I'm telling you. Hey, you yeah. can have the sweetest fellowship yeah. that you want. Sometimes you got to clean your act up a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go to where he is. But I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I think I got food that dog. If I did, I'll put it some dog food. It hates that dry dog food. I'll fill that <laughs> bowl up, you know. And I'll pour that. I said, that's what dogs that poop in my floor and be in my floor get right there. I'm working. I'm reasoning with that dog. Sometimes God does me like that. Hey, I'm just a Gentile dog. Yeah, I'm a saved Gentile dog. Yeah, but anyway, I'm working with this dog. Amen. <laughs> that, uh, that cold heart. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 16, God said that uh, that lukewarm heart made him sick. You know, you can have a burning heart. They said our hearts burned. Verse 32. Did not our heart burn within us while He talked with us by the way? Well, I've been driving down the road before. I appreciate Sister Rita singing that song about Amazing Grace. Things fell off. Every now and then, Brother Donnie, my mind, I go back to that day that the chains came off. Yeah. Back to that day, you know, when peace of God took the place of my guilt yeah. my condensation yeah. and I have one of them one of them I guess you say one of them in the car moments I mean people saying he's crazy and I am crazy but I'm in there going Woo! thank you Jesus and I mean they're, they're kind of backing off they've been riding my bumper Donnie's got on the back of his truck a sticker that says are you following Jesus it's close they see me doing that Donnie they back off <laughs> I see them get the cell phone out. I don't know if they're recording or calling somebody. Yeah. But you know what? You have one of them moments you can have all in you want. But I'll tell you what it takes Jesus to have one of them moments. My heart gets to burning. Right. You know, with love and affection for Him that loved me and gave Himself for me. And I just lose it. I'm going to lose it. I'm talking about my wife don't even want to be around me when I have one of these kind of fits. <laughs> and uh, anyway, you can have all them fits you want, but most time you got to be around Him to have one or want to be around Him to have one. You know, I, I'll just tell you, the days come down. The only reason we're not in front of a firing squad is because of our Constitution. That's right. And they're chipping away at that. Yeah. Bill Murray said this right here. Yeah. He said humanity can't exist with religion. Yeah, it can. I'm telling you. Uh, they just don't know what they're missing out on. But they talk and talk. They don't know what they're talking about. They haven't done what uh, Psalms 34 verse 8 says. So taste and see the Lord's good. Yeah. They're talking out of turn now. That's right. Hey, I'm telling you right now, Bill Murray, if he gets good and saved, I, I like to see it myself. But anyway, I can just hear him now. I was wrong. I was wrong. Hey, listen to him. Never a man speak like that. schools packed. Yeah, yeah. She was so wicked that even the communists wouldn't take her back. She didn't like it over here in America. So she went back to her communist country. They wouldn't even take her back. Right. So she come over here and she said, I'm an atheist and having prayer and Bible in schools offends me and I want to take her out. One woman, boy that's how spineless we became. One woman got prayer and the Bible and the Ten Commandments thrown out of our school. It came with a terrible price. They made her president of the American atheist. Brother Ed, they had a lot of gold. You know, the Bible said the love of money is really all evil. Right. Well, she rooted all that gold up. Brother James, she hired some men to care for her, her and her boy, and his his wife, her daughter-in-law. They was going to take all that gold and go somewhere and build them a utopia. You know, something that suited them. All the only problem was them two men inside, they wanted to go, so they killed Madame O'Hare and her son. And her daughter-in-law. I don't know what happened to them men. I just tell you, I'm going with God. I'm not going with gold. 
Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, that's all I need. Is that such as I have? I'm glad I got him. I'm glad he's saved of such. I'm glad, praise God, Brother Don, he and Shane call me his. The Bible said he and Shane call us brethren. And I'll tell you what, the lukewarm church today, the cold-hearted church today, needs to draw nigh to him. As they do nigh to him, their hearts burn. As they do nigh to him, they had sweet fellowship. I'm telling you, you can have that even today. Oh, listen, when they said, did not our heart burn within us while they talked with us by the way and while he opened the scriptures unto us. Oh, I'll tell you what. That'll make you glad. You come in and say, Brother Eddie, I got blessed this week. Oh, I had a time this week. But Don, he calls me all the time. Tells me about getting blessed. Tells me about some things that just between me and him. But uh, you can get blessed. He gets blessed at work. He gets blessed driving down the road. I get blessed. I don't work no more. I get blessed driving down the road. I'll call Don and say, boy, I just got me a blessing. He said, I did too. Amen. The Lord's big enough to bless us all. And the Lord will bless us all when we all get on blessing ground. I'm just telling you right now, these men, their hearts burn. They wanted more of what they had with the Lord there as they walked, as they communed, as they sat down and died with Him. They said, hey, our hearts burn. We want some more of that. Amen. I'll tell you, while they're sitting there saying all that, the Lord showed up. I didn't beat this father. And he done showed himself to Cephas. He yeah. done showed himself to Cleopas. Right. And while they're sitting there talking about the Lord, the Lord showed up. All them disciples that had a heart attack. And Jesus, first thing he said, good peace unto you. You see, they could all get on it. Yeah. It says, and as they thus spake, verse 36, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed he'd been a spirit. And he took care of this. He said, Why are you troubled? Why are you sad? Why are the thoughts arising in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it's I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit have not blessed him. Bones as you see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed him his hands and his feet. That made him glad. And while he yet believed not for joy and wonder, he said unto them, Have you got here any meat? And they gave him a piece of boiled fish and a piece of honeycomb. He took it and did eat it before them and said unto them, These are the words which I spake in you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. they sad because they didn't understand. they sad because they missed it. Them women didn't miss it. One thing about women, I'll tell you what, thank God for them. Amen. They get more done around here. I like to see their touch. Amen. Me and Brother Ed, we, two old men in the truck, we put them cabinets out there. First thing they remember did, they painted them. And then they used them. Amen. That's right. I told them they need anything changed. Let me know we'll move them where they want them, do whatever they want done to them. They put them right to it. But they weren't there cleaning their things and painting their things and used them last Sunday. Amen. Oh my. Men might have missed it. But them women was firsthand right in there. Yeah. They saw them angels. Them angels told them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? <laughs> He's not here. He's risen. Yeah. They saw that empty tomb, Brother Ed. The, yes, the Muslims said, The only thing we got the glory in is an empty tomb. I don't know why he might be that stupid. <laughs> they said, Their God's still in the tomb. Yeah. They, they just can't figure that out, Brother James. <laughs> and ours was great enough he got up. Yeah. And that, theirs wasn't great enough yeah. to get up. He's in there, yeah. and nothing left, I guess, now but bones. But Mohammed, he's in the grave there, you know. And they say, "Oh man, y'all got to, to glorify, or the glory is an empty tomb." Man, I don't know why they can't connect the dots on that. But praise God, I'm glad the tomb will be empty, as far as I'm concerned. Amen. Makes me happy. Father, we thank you for the thought this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for being such a great God as you come down here, Lord, and fellowship with common fishermen. You fellowship with us, Lord. Lord, you bring joy to our heart. You strengthen us, encourage us. Lord, you deliver us and bless us. And Lord, you're coming for us. I'm looking forward to that day. Uh, Lord, I appreciated uh, reading Carolyn singing that this morning. Lord, made me think about it. ain't going to be long. You're going to show up. We're going to leave out. And Brother Jerry sung the songs, Father. Uh, it won't be long. You'll be coming back. Lord, for your church, you'll be coming back for your purchase possession. We'll be leaving out. I sure am looking forward to that. And we thank you, Father, for all you're going to do. 
all you've already done. And we ask, Lord, your blessings on this service. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Boy, I wouldn't want to miss it. Wouldn't want to miss it getting out of here, that great gathering up. But there'll be a world of people that are going to miss it. Amen. Let get Brother Jerry, please. And Sister Sharon, she wants to help you, maybe a verse of invitation on him. You may not need to do a thing, but if you do need to do a thing, we'll give you the opportunity to do it. Ask you to stand. Don't be sad today. Be glad today that Jesus didn't just come. He came and died. And He didn't just come and die. He got up again. Yeah, and He right. showed Himself uh, to the twelve. Showed Himself to Peter. Then to the twelve. Then to five hundred at one time. Then to James. And then Paul said He showed Himself to me as one born out of due time there in First Corinthians chapter 15. He'll show Himself to you if you'll give Him an opportunity. Right. Amen. Number 113. 113.